everybody. Happy Sunday and welcome to Sunday Strohs. I am your host, Stadium Steffi, along with Third Coast Tom. As always, um, Tom, how's your weekend been going? It's been good. It's been good. It's, it's on poolside. You know, I've got a soccer game later, a couple of them actually. So I'm going to get some cardio in there. Uh, just, you know, trying to get as much of the sun without not all of the heat, if I can. So, so far, so good. Oh, love that. Um, yeah, I had work on Friday. Um, I don't know if our listeners know this, but I work for the Houston Dynamo and Houston Dash. And Dash had a game, absolutely crushed it. Literally won five to zero. It was the most fun I think I've had at a game, especially a Dash game, in a long time. It was insane. The vibes were awesome. Like, oh man, it was it was a night, that is for sure. And then stayed out entire, entirely too late after the game. <laughs> as you do when you have a win like that. So um, yeah, did that. And then yesterday, uh, what did I do yesterday? Honestly, I had a pretty chill morning and then went to uh, Kobo's and then the Space Cowboys game. And so uh, it's been a fun-filled week for me. I, I really can't complain, you know? Sounds like a plan. I mean, I, I, I've been missing Kobo's. The last time I was out there, the, the kitchen was down. So I'm really jealous that you got Kobo's in your life. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I got the birria tacos yesterday. I ended up going for brunch this morning with a bunch of friends. So, um, got the chicken and waffles, which was, oh my gosh, the taste phenomenal. Um, very, very good. Um, I did ask if they could ever make it with tenders instead of like actual wings though, just cause my hands got a little messy, but like, you know, <laughs> the taste was good. So I, w- I wasn't mad about it, but I was like, you know, it'd be easier to eat with like a tender kind of vibe. Um, So they're toying with the idea. And I said, I appreciate that. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. Oh man. So yeah, I mean, chicken and waffles though, phenomenal. Um, Really, I mean, everything they make is good. So I'm I'm not a complainer when it comes to anything I eat at Kobo's, you know? Never had a bad plate there ever. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Everything is, is phenomenal. Absolutely. But, uh, but yeah, so it was, it was a pretty fun filled weekend for that. And then man, Astros this week, pretty fun filled week for them too. Not a, not too bad. Yeah. They're five and one this week, uh, been taking care of business, you know, really, really, uh, doing work on the road, which is always great. Uh, didn't start off that way last week. You know, they struggled out the gate, but you know, now they're starting to hit their stride. Oh man. Yeah. It's, it's honestly been amazing. I've been loving watching them. And I think one of the coolest things that you've been seeing all week is just different players are stepping up every single game. It's been awesome to see. I mean, what was it Tuesday? Chaz McCormick accounting for pretty much the majority of the Astros offense that game and then winning it. Um, just Aledmus Diaz has been hot. Martin Maldonado out of nowhere is just all of a sudden <laughs> a hits machine, man. Like it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, he been, took one pitch oh, to dead center. Yeah, I was laughing because I think I was reading an article where he was talking about how he's like, yeah, I, I kind of thought that guy caught it. He's like, because I don't have Yordan power. <laughs> but like, honestly, <laughs> who does have Yordan power aside from Yordan and like maybe the three other humans on the planet, you know? So uh, when I read that, I was like, I feel you on that, Martine. I feel you on that because I can barely hit it out of the infield when I play softball and that's slow pitch. So tells you where my power is at. Um, it's minimal at best. It's it's not great. <laughs> hey, hey, well, they get paid to do that. Speaking of Jordan, just inked a new six-year, $115 million contract extension. 
He's oh, not going anywhere time soon. So you'd love to hear it. You'd love to see it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think that's a genius, uh, genius idea on the Astros part. You can't be mad about that. Like a guy like Jordan is truly just a once in a lifetime kind of player, I feel. And, you know, when you literally traded Josh Fields for this guy, what, like five years ago, like who would have thought? <laughs> But like, I mean, Astros front office, they always know what they're doing when they make these trades. And I was laughing because someone was like, I feel like we need to let Josh Fields like throw out the first pitch in the Astros game. <laughs> I was like, that's pretty messed up. But like, still kind of, I did chuckle. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, but man, it was, yeah, it's exciting stuff for the Astros. And I mean, that kid is still so young is the thing. So, I mean, he's going to be here for a long time. I'm excited that he is. Um I think it was a great move on the Astros part. And I hear everyone like, yeah, okay, now do Tucker, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Man, it's it's exciting. And I think too, like with the Astros for a good chunk of time with, you know, obviously Springer, Correa, Altuve, Bregman, even Yuli, you know, you kind of had that core, core group of guys that, you know, you knew you could always count on them and stuff. And um, I think Jordan was just the perfect addition to that with obviously Springer and Correa being out now um, with other teams. And so um, I think Jordan is a great piece for that. So can't say I was upset at all. I was probably the opposite of upset, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I love how they, they they structured the contract too. You know, they, they bought out the, the last three years of his arbitration, but then they scaled it that way too, right? So it's 7 million next year, then 10, then 15, then 26, 26, 26. So 19 million, uh, what is that average uh, per year? So really great contract, really team friendly. I think uh, I can't, yeah, very. can't, can't complain at all. I'm really excited. I mean, he's just such a huge piece. I mean, we were talking about last week. Uh, he hit, he had monster home runs last week as well. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, yeah, he's, he's one of those guys that you would just always expect the big hit from him in those critical moments. And not, I mean, nine times out of 10, he delivers it for you. And it's so exciting. And um, I was even laughing about the game against the A's, the last game of the series. Um, I have a bunch of friends and we, we always chat Astros and stuff. And one of our friends was super upset whenever the A's scored those runs in the seven. And I'm one of those people I, with this team, you can't live and die off of every pitch because you truly don't know what's going to happen in any given game. And I looked back at, you know, when the Astros played the Yankees last year, I remember I was at the last game of the series and they were down by, I think what, like six in the seventh or eighth inning. And my mom was like, well, do we want to start leaving to like miss traffic? And actually it may not even been my mom. I think we we're just kind of like, do we stay? Do we go? Like what, what, how are we feeling? And I literally was like, Hey, look, we've come back from way worse before. Like, I don't know, let's just stay and see what happens. And then obviously they get the walk off in the ninth and oh man, like what a game. And so when the A's scored, I think it was like two runs in the seventh. I was like, I'm not panicking yet. I think we're fine. I think we can make this happen. It's going to be okay. <laughs> and sure enough, they come back in the ninth and end up uh, getting some runs to win the game. And um, obviously Jordan being a big piece to that. So it was, man, it was, it's been a good week. We really can't complain too much, you know? Yeah, and speaking on, you know, the Yankees and noted Yankee killers, uh, Lance McCullers is, is back on the bump again. He's uh, starting to do some more rehab. He had a 20-pitch 20 20 bullpen session 
uh, in KC. I just can't wait to see that guy get back all the way. Oh, absolutely. I'm super excited for Lance to be back. And I think too, Lance is just, again, one of those critical pieces of this team that, you know, he helps gel it together. He helps, he just brings an energy and a fire to him that is just so real and so passionate. And I think his love for Houston, I mean, bury me in the H baby, you know, like, (laughs) you know, he's, he's just got that passion for Houston and loves the fans. And it's just so authentic and you feel it. And I mean, I think that even those things are so intangible, you know, to the team. So for him to be back out there every fifth day, I think is going to be huge. And I think it's just really going to bring up this team. And I mean, speaking too, just of incredible performances and pitchers, um, Framber Valdez having his first complete game this week of his career, incredible stuff. Yeah, he was, he was lights out, you know, had, had all his pitches working, uh, really, really was very economical with his pitches. I think he threw 116, 17 pitches, which I mean, complete game. That's really, really good. Absolutely. So it, it was it was a phenomenal start and they needed it, too, because it preserved the bullpen and helped them, you know, further on throughout the series. So shout out to Framber for real. Yeah. And I mean, I think, too, he was saying something about how it's always been a goal of his to, you know, have a complete game and, you know, to see him go out there and just pitch that well was really incredible and just again, he put the team on his back that night. He said, Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm going to be out here for the long haul. We're going to reserve the bullpen. We're going to give him a day, <laughs> you know, and anytime you can get a pitcher going out and giving you a full game, that's incredible. Um, and he did just that in a moment when I think the Astros kind of needed it a little bit, you know? So, um, I mean, awesome, awesome job by Fromber that day too, but, um, really again, just a week full of incredible for performances by just different guys every single day, which, I think is just, it speaks to how great this team is and how great this lineup is that, you know, it's, it's almost hard to pick a player of the week this week. Cause it's like every single game, there was a different guy, you know? So, um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough, but when you have that much talent on one team, it's, it's not a bad thing. And what's great about it too, right? If you just looked at their numbers, you just played the stat game nobody's really lighting the world on fire. Like you go up and down the lineup, yeah. nobody's, nobody's hitting a great average. I mean, yeah, the Homer production is there. They're one of the, the best home run hitting teams collectively in the majors, you know, the RBIs are there, but it's just like guys have struggled. Right. So Bregman struggled, you know, but he leads the, the American league in walks. Uh, you look at Jordan's average. It's not crazy huge. I mean, it's not bad, but he's not batting 300. Even Brantley, he's not really batting 300. So the collective is just, you know, really stepping up. And I mean, even Yuli, you know, Yuli obviously struggling right out of the gate this season and not a hundred percent sure what it is that's, that's having him struggle. And he's really not having terrible at bats. Most of the time he's getting balls that are just very hard hit, but hits him right to somebody. And, you know, it's, it's once those things start happening and once all of those little things start to click, I feel like this team is going to be as always, just a powerhouse in the American league. And I think it's, it's one of those things where you're, you're waiting for it all to click. And once it does, I think they, I mean, they've still been winning, but they are going to be off to the races in a, in a very powerful way. And so I'm obviously excited to see that and, uh, and definitely going to be, be interesting once it starts happening for really the full team. Cause I mean, I don't think anyone is really aside from maybe Jeremy Pena um, no one is really playing up to where you expect them to play, you know? 
Um, so it's going to be interesting and I, I can't wait. I think it's going to be awesome. And I think it's going to make for a very fun second half of the season. Um, if it starts clicking right after, right after the all-star break, I wouldn't be mad. The one thing I will say just to kind of put a bow on it is they've played the most road games out of any team in the major leagues. They have had so many road games this season. It's, it's been wild. So when you look at that, you got to feel like some home cooking will probably help too. you know, having your fans cheering you on the, the crowd, you know, obviously we have one of the best environments in baseball. So Absolutely. I feel like that's one of those things that once I get to play in, you know, some, some, some home stands, once we can start going to some of these games, I think their numbers will get back to where they're supposed to be. I agree. I think it's going to be awesome. And I think, again, like you said, those, those home games, they really do make a difference. They, they bring a different type of energy, obviously, um, from when you have people booing you in the stands and whatnot. So, um, although the Astros thrive with the booing, maybe I want more booing and maybe, maybe they haven't gotten enough <laughs> boos this, this, uh, past couple weeks or something. I don't know, but, uh, but either way, no, I think, I think you summed it up. Perfect. Um, obviously lots of road games and it's going to be exciting to see what they do once they they're at home a little bit more often. So very hyped to see that. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be good stuff, man. Good stuff for sure. And then obviously some of it too, obviously injuries this season, um, kind of got a little injury update. Odorizzi, um, looks like he is slowly getting back. Um, they said that he hit a seven, uh, 57 pitch, um, bullpen while he was in KC. He kind of did a simulated three innings and stuff. Um, just trying to get that, that ankle back up to par, um, dusty saying that, He's not not quite ready for fielding his position and fielding to first yet, but um, making progress there. So, I mean, you're missing McCullers, you're missing Odorizzi, um, missing some some pretty, pretty fairly decent pieces in that starting rotation. And they're still not doing terrible. Yeah, a lot of the guys have stepped up. Uh, they, they were on a six man rotation. Now they've like wrangled it back into a five man rotation. So. I really am excited for when they all come back and then what are you going to do when you just have that embarrassment of riches, right? Exactly. But, um, with Jake Myers coming back too, they're going to have some, some depth in, 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 uh, in their lineup. I think that they're, they're, they're so talented, so balanced, so deep that you can have McCullers out. You can have Odo out. You can have Myers out and not skip a beat. Oh yeah, Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think it's, I think it's, um, going to be great when they get back. And then I, you know, something that I thought was really kind of not cool to see, cause obviously you never think it's exciting when a player is hurt, but I mean, this week you saw Martin Maldonado, um, call out the trainers for Blake Taylor. And it was because apparently he saw a drop in Blake Taylor's velocity and saw the ball, not really reaching the plate the way it normally does when Blake pitches and, you know, Martin saw that and was like, hey, you know, let's let's pause the game for a bit and went to talk to Blake. And apparently he was feeling some elbow discomfort before the game and decided to try and pitch through it. And but Maldonado recognized that. And I think, again, you talk about intangibles in baseball and, you know, Martin, he's not a guy that they really think like he's going to be this guy slugging like crazy, you know, <laughs> he's, he's usually not going to be that guy, but you know, you have intangible things like that, where he recognizes like, Hey, this pitch isn't getting to the plate the way it usually does. Like, seems like there's something going on. Like, let me, let me go chat this out. And, you know, obviously is hopefully keeping Blake Taylor from being even more injured in the future. And I was like, wow, that's, it's incredible when you have people like that, who, you know, are, are just that baseball smart. 
and, and are able to recognize that. And Martina is obviously one of those people, which again, not happy that he gets put on the 15 day IL, but hopefully this keeps him from getting a major injury down the line. So I thought that was, it was again, not something you want to see, but kind of incredible that Martin had that, that recognition and, and was, you know, aware enough for it all. So I thought that was kind of a cool moment, honestly. Yeah. That's, that's one of the intangibles that, uh, you know, Maldi has that we, we value more than, you know, other teams. I, I feel like, you know, if you looked at, you know, what he does behind the plate, if you looked at, you know, how he, how he keeps the running game in check. I mean, you don't really necessarily miss his bat as much because you value all that other stuff that much more. Exactly. Um, yeah. And he's, that's my catcher. <laughs> so <laughs> I love Martin. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for, for Machete days as many, as many days as possible, but um but yeah, so this week, hopefully looking ahead for another good week, obviously playing the Mariners and Marlins at home, got an off day on Thursday, but lots of cool stuff coming up this week. Apparently all fan giveaway tomorrow with the Lance McCullers replica ring. Um, and we got some other cool stuff too this weekend. So um, some throwback days, some bobbleheads and some stuff for the kids, um, which is always exciting too. Me being the big kid, I'm trying to get some of this stuff all, all the time. <laughs> are you gonna you should take the kids so you can get the wristbands but then keep them for yourself apparently they're giving out dusty wristbands not rust wristbands that are dusty but they are dusty themed um dusty baker and so uh they're gonna have his autograph on them and stuff but since obviously dusty wears the wristbands every game they're gonna pay a little tribute to dusty this weekend which i thought was really cute but i also kind of want those wristbands i'm not gonna lie <laughs> i need him with his face with the toothpick hanging out I, that's that's what i want <laughs> I don't need just the colors. I need the whole shebang. I'm here for that. I, I would not be mad. I'm telling you, I, I'd be here for that. I could endorse that fully for sure. Um, but yeah, so it should be some exciting stuff for sure. Um, and lots of good things to come from the Astros this week. So yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully a good week for the team, you know? Yeah, just to be at home, home cooking, you know, sleeping in your own bed, that kind of deal. Uh, Best. I, I think they're gonna they're gonna play great i agree i agree i'm gonna hopefully try and catch at so, least a couple of games we'll see well, what do you think about hunter brown these days dude i mean hunter brown you know you talk about pitching and we're obviously talking about you know mostly the astros major league team but you have guys like hunter brown and the minors who are just crushing it um name the pcl pitcher of the week this week um apparently last week on thursday had incredible game 10 strikeouts seven scoreless innings no walks so man he's crushing it I mean it's you know it's it's one of those things that what more has to happen for him to get that call um, and I think really for the Astros it's just having the space you know um so oh man I'm I'm ready for the second coming of Justin Verlander if we're being honest that's that's what I feel you know um so I'm, I'm hyped for it. What about you? What, what are you thinking? Tell me, tell me what you feel, Tom. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I think he should have been here yesterday personally, but there's just nowhere <laughs> to put him, right? There's exactly. Him. <laughs> and I want to say that Click got interviewed the other day and asked about Hunter Brown. And he basically had all these big words and said all this to basically say, we don't know what we're doing with him just yet. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I think they're worried about starting his clock. I think they're still, you know, trying to manage him, which kind of stinks. 
but I get it. You know, it's a business. You want to hold on to that piece as long as you can. Absolutely. But man, I don't know how many more times he can do this before you just got to get him to start. You know what I mean? Well, I think too, like you said, I mean, it's, it's just not having the space. They really don't have the space for Hunter Brown yet. I mean, and also too, like you said, starting the clock and then not having him for as many years and, and all of those things, it does obviously the business side for sure factors into it. Um, but hopefully, I mean, I think he's going to be a huge piece once he gets up here. I think that he is just really pitching with confidence. And I mean, he has all the right stuff right now in the, in obviously in AAA, but um, let's, let's just hope that all of those things translate the way that we hope they will to the majors. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm excited about seeing him. I'm ready to see him out here. Um, but man, I mean, you know, for having, you know, a couple of rough years and everything um, draft wise, one thing I will say is like, they still got some really good guys, you know, down in the minors. Another one right now, Corey Jolks, um, obviously kind of a hometown kid. I know we've talked about him before when this was uh, more of the um, Space Cowboy Sunday type vibe, but man, Corey Jolks also just on an absolute power tear right now. Um, got to watch him play on Thursday and then also yesterday. And that kid is hitting like nothing. And I think he's another one that is just really scratching at the door. It's, it's insane. I, I'm here for it. Yeah. I, I, I almost worry, worry that, sorry. I almost worry that he might end up being like something that they use as a trade chip because you've got so many guys in between him and say center field. Right. So you've got Jake Taylor, who we talked about, You've got Siri, you've got, you know, um, Jay, or Jake Myers, right? Did I say Jake that? Myers, yeah. yeah. You said yes, Taylor, yes, yes. and I knew where you were going with it, so I was just going to let it slide and pretend like I didn't hear it. There's so many names yeah, right now. Obviously, so many. I get it. I get it. But that, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you're but that right, kind of speaks right. to it, right? Like, where do you put them? Exactly. So. I mean, it really is true. But then also, too, like, I mean, how long really are we going to have Brantley? I think what is he, is this his last year of his contract or he has one more year? I can't for some reason. I believe it was a two-year deal. That's that what I thought. So I think, signed. yeah. And I want to say it was last year when George signed with Toronto was when he signed with us or re-signed with us. So I think this is the last year of his contract. So, I mean, does that open up space to where then you have a little bit more room for the guys like Corey Jolks that are again, just scratching at the door right now and just really hopefully can be very impressive. So, um, but yeah, he was player of the month for the team, um, obviously well-deserved. And even just this past week, um, three home runs, eight hits and seven RBIs. So um, leading the team in really all of those categories right now um, for the week, but I mean, getting to see him uh, hit a homer was amazing on Thursday team still lost, but we're going to pretend like that didn't happen. It's fine. Um, but Corey <laughs> crushing it. So, <laughs> so, uh, and, and again, too, I think it's been cool. Cause for me, um, back when I worked with the Astros, we would always have like escorts for the teams that would help whenever they were here for like, um, college classic and things like that. So, I mean, I got to watch him play with U of H in the college classic for a couple of years and then getting to see him thriving and getting up to triple a, I mean, not like we're friends or anything or like besties, but, um, 
but it's you, rem- you remember certain people and he was one of those for me that I was like man like this kid seems like he's gonna be really good and then he gets drafted by the Astros being a hometown kid and kind of a local and it was just it's it's awesome to get to see him you know thriving and and just doing really really well right now so I'm really excited for him and again hopefully hopefully he gets to play in the in the hometown thread soon would I wouldn't be mad about it is all I'm saying totally agree McCormick was my other name my other M. I had all these M's and I couldn't get the chess, but yes, there, there's a gluttony of guys right there in center field yes. right now. He would be another one. And I just hope they they pick the best one. Exactly. I mean, I think you're always hoping for that. You're hoping they pick the one that sticks around and does well and, and just, and just kills it. So um, yeah, I hope again, like you said, they pick the right one and um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see who that one is once they do. So um, yeah, I'm pretty excited, pretty hyped, and uh, really just, yeah, I mean, again, we still have really, really good pieces down in the minors, and I mean, that's just proof of all of that right there, so um, should be should be some fun stuff, but um, on that note, Tom, are you ready for our most controversial, crazy part of our podcast every week, Fair Foul? It's Fair Foul time, absolutely. It's Fair Foul time. And, makes and, us and question our believe. friendship every time. <laughs> makes us question our friendship every time. I gotta, and I kind of not mad about it, honestly. <laughs> I do I do enjoy the the uh the constant battles we have over <laughs> what is right and what is wrong and what is wrong with me or vice versa. <laughs> it's usually me that's right because that's just how I live my life. So it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to go first. I've got one. This has been on my mind for a couple of days now. I, I've got a small story. And uh, I'll be quick, I promise. A buddy of mine, military buddy of mine, uh, huh. came into town, like, hey, hits me up. All right, we get together, go to car block, have a couple of drinks. He's like, hey, I'm going out to dinner with some friends. You should come. I'm like, all right, sure. So I'm like, where are we going? A vegan spot. I'm like, okay, I'm not a vegan at all, right? Carnivore to the max. But I'm like, all right, we'll do it. We get there. It's a Mexican food place. The food's great, right? Everything's delicious. I would, I would tell people to go there, even though I would have to preface it by going, look, it's not what I would do. But if you want that, here it is. The, the fair or foul part of this whole story is when I went to go order my food, uh, the protein was listed as like meats. So it was like fajita. It was like... Uh, all these other different meats, right? I can't think off the top of my head. But when you look at the description, it's the vegetables that they use. So I guess my whole fair or foul is fair or foul stuff. Should vegan places use actual meats in their descriptions, like for their proteins, even though there's no meat in it? Hmm. So I guess my thing is, I feel like it's fair because I think that you can have different types of fajitas and I think that you can have vegetables as fajitas because it's, I think the way that they're prepped is what makes them fajitas and not the actual meat itself. Cause there's steak fajitas, there's chicken, there's shrimp fajitas, and none of those things are necessarily similar, you know? Well, see, okay. So I guess I, I didn't, I wasn't like really clear. So they said like beef, you know, like oh. they tried to, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like another one was like, uh, I should have like took a picture of the menu, but but it was like it was like actual meats, but then like it was made to taste like that meat, if that makes sense. Oh no, <laughs> absolutely, that's, what I that's foul. That's foul. No, that's, that's foul. 
I can respect if they were just saying like, oh, we made these vegetables like you make fajitas. But like, if you're trying to say that this is beef fajitas and there's no beef in it, then no, that's, that's rude. Right. Cause then it was like, one was like brisket. Right. And I'm like, Hey, wait, 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 wait. But it was like actually like a mushroom that they made to taste like brisket. (laughs) Yes. Now I will say this. Wild. It was delicious. The cheese is made out of like cashews. Never done that before. It was really good. Really weird. Don't know if I do it again, not purposely, but yeah. uh, the fact that they were like telling me, no, this is your protein. And it's like That's mushroom, so weird. but we're calling it, you know, Mexican brisket or whatever. That's, yeah. I was yeah, like, no. ah, it seemed really foul. That's a big note for me, dog. That's a big note. <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh man. That is funny. Okay. Um, oh, I have another one. Okay. So Tom over easy eggs, fair or foul. Absolutely, one hundred percent, one thousand percent, two thousand percent foul. <gasps> the yolk grosses me all the way out. And they see, have to be scrambled, scrambled hard. And that is my favorite part of over easy eggs. I am the complete. I like a thousand billion, <laughs> one trillion percent love over easy eggs. If I could only have over easy eggs, I would. But then tacos would be kind of weird. So, um, no. Oh my god. Yeah, is this sad. how our friendship ends? <clears throat> this is such a sad day. And, and and I am like very, very like easy going with a lot of things. I'm not a send my food back guy, right? If I get runny eggs, they're going back. I I, I don't even care. Like oh don't even God. have to bring me up. Like nope, so you nope. just like dry, sad eggs. That's depressing, Tom. They will Why not be sad. Do this? They will not be sad. They will not be dry. There will be salsa. <laughs> there will be uh Valentina. <laughs> there will be there will be something in there but it will not be yolk oh my god that's hilarious i'm that i'm deceased honestly (laughs) you are so aggressive about this and i kind of think it's great honestly it's one of my few things i'm laughing this is this is glorious (laughs) i I don't have too many things but that's one of them like uh uh-uh no 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 yolk that is fantastic um now i see i'm the opposite i love a runny yolk like Give me a runny yolk over toast any day. And that is my, like, that's my simple, easy favorite breakfast is like just a piece of toast with some butter and an over easy egg on top. And I just, yeah. Oh, my heart, my heart is so hurt right now, but I'm going to pretend like it's not, it's fine. Um, okay. Actually, you know what? I have another one. I have another one. Um, All right, shoot. Okay. You know how like they have like the sweet and salty mixes of things? I do. Okay, so like sweet and salty. Fair or foul. So I'm weird. I got I have like we haven't already discussed this, right? You're very it, weird. Yes, we have discussed this on multiple occasions. You're very weird. I, I, <laughs> but but I own it. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with I it. I respect that. That's if beautiful. If it's cooked together, like pineapple on pizza, then I'm I'm about it. If it was like tubs of popcorn where you got the sweet and sour, I'm going to eat like one of the whole thing of the sweet before I ever touch the, the salty side. Like I won't mix them, if that makes sense. Okay. So like trail mix, you won't eat like the M&Ms with the peanuts. Totally picking them out, eating them separate. I know. Very weird. But that, that's just, okay. That's just me. So it's really weird though. Cause like, okay, so you're on the line for that one, which I can respect. I'm kind of, I don't know if I'm on the line necessarily because most things, it just depends on my mood though. That's my struggle. Um, 
is that it depends on my mood. And there are days where I'll like eat the popcorn together. And there are other days where I'm like, nope, I want the cheddar by itself. I want the caramel by itself. They cannot touch. They cannot intermingle. They cannot be friends. Like I have to have one or the other, but there are days where I'm just like, yeah, let's just throw all of this in my mouth and it's fine. I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know. So I guess I'm on the line too. I, is that what I, am I on the line? I think I'm on the line, but I don't know. But anyway. Well, well, no, I think what we're saying is it's fair, but it's just not always fair. Sometimes you gotta, you know, you gotta break it up. (laughs) Sometimes it's fair, but they call it foul. (laughs) Gotta go for the review, you know? (laughs) Well, no, because I'm not gonna like, I'm not saying I won't eat it. I'll just eat it separately, you know, like, like it's not foul. It just can't be foul or it's not, I don't know. (laughs) You're making zero sense and I'm here for it. One of those, I said what I said you said yep, what you yep, said yep. i appreciate that. all discombobulated oh my goodness <laughs> i love it i'm here for it but um well tom i think we are uh, about that time to start closing up um what what kind of words do you have for the people today tom my people i would invite <laughs> you all to cook your eggs thoroughly no yolk why did you start that? Like you were like that. starting a presidential address. <laughs> Why? I mean, because I feel it's important. They, they need to know. No, no, no. Um, oh my God. Enjoy your foods. <laughs> love the foods you love and enjoy them. Go Astros. That's what I got. Oh man. That was, that was, I, I don't even, how do I top that? Honestly, I have no idea, but, um, <laughs> but friends, we definitely hope to see you out at Minute Maid Park this week. I'm sure Tom and I will be at a couple games here and there. Um, but yeah, as the Astros take on the Mariners and the Marlins later this week. Um, so definitely hope to see you out there, obviously, as always go Strohs. And uh, we hope to see you next week for another episode of Sunday Strohs. <laughs> Thank you.